0: This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathard. Any kind of extraterrestrial presence said they weren't ruling anything out, and yet at the beginning of today's briefing, albeit with her usual winning smile, uh, Ms. Jean-Pierre seemed to rule out any extraterrestrial activity. I don't think the American people need to worry about aliens with respect to these craft, period. I don't think there's any more that needs to be said there.
1: John Kirby, national uh, security spokesman, Minutes, just minutes after Corinne Jean Pierce said, no, oh, aliens, it's not a thing. It's not a thing. Well, here's the thing is when you're talking about an administration, remember a week ago yesterday, uh, Joe stood up there and told millions of Americans, he told you lies, according to USA Today, CNN, and PolitiFact, told lies. Thank goodness for Marjorie Taylor Greene. One time I've actually agreed with something that she has done. I applauded her for uh, calling it like it is in that situation, despite the fact I'm a huge fan and I absolutely believe in decorum. How do I conduct myself? But that was right. How do you conduct yourself when the president of the United States is lying to you and lying to millions of people? I think Marjorie Taylor Greene handled that uh, properly. Uh, But with the reputation of the White House for lying. So if you hear, John, somebody says, well, there's no aliens. What do we start thinking?
0: (laughs) Little green slash gray men sneaking
1: into the picture. The opposite of what you told us. Because when you say, look at what I did to China last week, I was tough. Well, that's the exact opposite of what you did. So when you say, hey, don't worry about aliens, all these things we're shooting down, I have a tendency to think the opposite. It's like when you're dealing with a four-year-old child that lies to you. Did you steal, Did you take that cookie from the cookie jar? When they say no, the first thing you think is, the aliens did. did it. <laughs> or the aliens. Because they lie so much, you think the opposite of what it is that they tell you. And it's just kind of fun to talk about.
2: There used to be a show and it was extremely popular on this radio station and, and all over the country overnight, a guy named Art Bell. I don't know if people know that name or not, but Art Bell did a show, and it was almost entirely um, based on UFOs and UFO sightings. And it was interesting, and some people thought he was a crackpot, but I'll tell you, I used to Listen to it. It was intriguing. George Nori kind of took that over. Not quite mm-hmm. the same show as it is right as it used to be. But um, it, I definitely heard a lot about this more when Art was doing the show. But now it's coming back again. But the White House press secretary literally spent time yesterday talking about, you know, these, you know, whatever's out there in outer space. It was a very unusual press conference. I don't think I've ever seen anything quite like what we saw yesterday
1: matter of fact, George Norrie on KWOS and 93.9 The Eagle Overnights. And it is actually, it's like, so when I get in early in the morning, it's playing in the building and, uh, you know, and it's great stuff. And yes. it's the, the, the paranormal and the possibility of UFOs and ghosts and all that stuff. And I disagree with just about everything. But it's fun to listen to and the people that call in and share their stories. I do agree with the ghost. You know why? Because I've seen a ghost in my life, yeah. but I've never seen an alien or a UFO. So I think,
2: I think because it hasn't happened to me. <laughs> It's not true. And if you call from the the west side of the Rocky yeah. Mountains, it's a f- different phone number than the east side of the Rocky Mountains. Again, an unusual show, but it is. It's good radio. And it? George used to do that out of St. Louis. It's a really he did for years. Really good show.
1: And is and I might be exaggerating a little bit, but now doesn't he do it from like a storage shed in Las Vegas?
2: It's, it's uh, I
1: th- it's or I Area 51. It, he or he or says something? he's
2: in the City of Angels, which reminds me of the movie L. A. Confidential. But yeah, he's in a studio. And you're right in the uh, in City of Angels. It's some you know facility out there but um, art bell used to say broadcasting from somewhere in the high desert <laughs> exactly
1: very nice he was out in nevada and the impressions from john marsh never cease to amaze me uh so that's what twice yesterday the white house uh the lying white house is twice aliens don't worry about that not nothing to see here and that's what we're talking about at seven twelve on a Tuesday morning. We're talking about the possibility of aliens with all these things they've been shooting down. Pew, pew, pew. Left and right. What aren't we talking
3: about? Classified documents. And that's what we were talking about before this balloon came through. Mm-hmm. And it's very convenient. The balloon timing.
1: It really is. I just envisioned somebody out. White House lawn. Anybody looking? No, let's go ahead and release another balloon. Somebody bet over Call with like... U.S. Rents it. Get another tank of helium, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna need more helium. Welcome into the show. One uh, thing, we are going to be talking about the economy. Congressman Jason uh, Smith, who sits on the... He's like our third U.S. senator,
2: kind of you could make the argument and i mean this sincerely in many ways Uh-oh. he has more power than our two us senators he chairs the house Uh-oh. ways and means man he does Uh-oh. i mean Uh-oh. you chair the house ways and means committee i would argue you're oh, as yeah. powerful i mean the, but i don't think i don't think outside of the speaker and the the chairman of uh, this comer from kentucky not sure there's anybody more powerful because you literally He essentially will decide what the tax policy is going to be. Obviously, he doesn't have votes on Senate confirmation. I understand that. But, boy, he's huge, and he does have a big chunk of our listening area. Senator Schmidt's online one for you, Brian. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be happy to take it. I I do
1: think he'd understand, though. Congressman Jason Smith, he's here at 810, and we are going to be talking about the economy because you know, we talk about how bad it is, and these aren't it's not the old guy on the front yard waving the newspaper in his bathrobe yelling and these are real things that are affecting America. He's here at 810 talking about.
2: Uh, there's Stephanie Bell. Good morning. Uh, Mr. Brian Houseworth. Yeah, it's good to see you, and of course, Congressman Smith will also have a private meeting today with Missouri's governor, which he does. It's not, it's not, I know people are kind of surprised by that, but he does that generally every February or March. I used to go interview him when I was at Missouri Net. A lot of times, and I don't know exactly, we'll find out what the time topics are I know one of the topics is going to be feral Hawks but in the past it's that is a huge issue they're tearing up a lot of his district but there could be some other stuff and hopefully he'll be able to share that but they will meet today uh, and he's got uh, just a huge huge chunk of our listen, of our listening area down south but also in the southern uh, part of the state
1: uh, Governor Parson and his crew going to be leaving Jefferson City, cruising on 63 to Columbia today to meet with folks from Veterans United. By the way, in all of and there's a lot of really good places. I think of it, like Hitachi and Veterans United, Zimmer Radio Group. Great places in mid Missouri to work. Veterans United is one of them, as is the Zimmer Radio Group. And if you're looking for like a great place to work, you, there's a, a website. I don't know if you're familiar with this, but it's Midmo dot com mm-hmm. and I like it because it's all Midmo stuff. I'm on there all the time. Not that I'm looking for <laughs> everyone, <laughs> huh? but there's really, really yes. good stuff on there. There's producer Hannah. Good morning. Uh Mr. John Marsh. What do you uh so there's some impactful changes. Two different Missouri school mid Missouri school districts this morning, and one of them I'm unclear of exactly of what happened and the other one i'm pretty uh jefferson city school uh getting a new principal john
0: well we've uh we've been reporting too that uh the young lady from uh the fulton public schools uh-huh. is coming coming to jefferson city and that's beth half who was Capital city high school and you know it's that time of the year when you start getting down to their end of their second semester and all people have been moving around around uh, mid-missouri schools ben meldrum who was a principal over at uh, capital city high school he's moved on to be the superintendent in blair oaks and wardsville so mm-hmm. you see a lot of that it seems like this time of year mm-hmm. so they, they can be set up
2: i guess for the fall semester and have everybody in place yeah and kenya femor femor a huge name in, in education here uh moberly ties boonville ties jeff city ties she's going to be the new superintendent north calloway
1: and Jefferson City School District announcing yesterday that they've hired uh, 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 Kesha Laverne to be the principal of South Elementary School next year. And obviously, people say good things about uh, about her. So there have been a couple of significant changes in the Jefferson City School District. And then the Columbia Public School District. Don't get us started. Well, <laughs> um, but, <laughs> yes, so two things. Yesterday, so the, the school board principal, his name is David uh, uh, Seaman. And he's actually. He ran for city council or mayor of Columbia, unsuccessful, uh, but put out a a Facebook post. And I texted him first because he says some he he says some kind of dark things. But I'm like, I don't disagree actually with what you're saying. So this is the. And I texted him yesterday, almost 24 hours ago, to confirm. Like, hey, did you get hacked? Or did you really say this stuff on Facebook? You are the school board president but then it's the columbia public school board and they are so maligned and they have brought so much negative publicity to Mid missouri it's sad but here's one of the things uh that he, he starts off with number one he says my takeaways from three years as an elected official i don't know how how old this post is i don't know because he hasn't responded uh but number one people are a-holes and cowards Mike like
3: that's your number one takeaway
1: that's the number one takeaway from the President of the Columbia Public School district and I'm like it's kind of disgusting, but then if I'm being honest i'm like <laughs> a little bit <laughs> you're, true you're right there are a lot of a holes in this world, and cowards you're right I don't know whether to be mad or go, but you know you're the super you're the 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 school board president for a school district that doesn't need this. They've got a a superintendent that needs to resign. I'm anxious to see what our attorney general is doing on that end, by the way, in something. That guy, Dr. Yearwood, has got got to go because of what it's doing. To the community, we can talk about the kids and the parents and all that stuff. But as a community, look at all the 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 national negativity um, that they they bring to this area. It is a community. You pay taxes for those schools. I pay taxes. It's uh, it's bad. But then uh, David Seaman he goes uh, he goes on. He says there will be a moment. So there's a whole bunch of things in here that I'm like, man, like were you drunk or something? Uh, I'm familiar. You know, people talk about drunk dialing. Drunk Social Media-ing. I'm familiar with this.
4: There was one or two photos from several years ago that you don't remember posting on the Wake Up Facebook page, I don't think.
1: Which photos are those?
4: There was one from your at-home sleep study that I remember the next day you were go. Going- You went, oh, I didn't mean to post that.
1: Oh, but that was in sobriety. I was on sleep meds. Yeah, because I got that sleep study when I was sober. But you're right. There probably are other times I've posted. I thought
4: it was the first sleep study you did a long time ago. It
1: could be. I don't don't remember. (laughs) Uh, So he says here also, the president of the Columbia Public School Board, there will become a moment when you think, am I going to have to be lynched before someone does something to help us? That's the moment you know it's time to to leave. And for me, he says it was November of 2020, which by the way, he's run for an office since then. So this is not making sense. Hence the tax no response. But I want to say he's absolutely right. There comes a moment when you start going, are we going to have to be lynched? And I think collectively as a community, I had a decent conversation Friday with our Attorney General uh, Mr. Bailey Friday in Springfield at statewide Lincoln Days about the Columbia Public School District and that's where a lot of parents in this community are do we have to wait around to be lynched before somebody helps this freaking school district or at least at least some of the top echelon people in the school district, i.e. the jaws of the school district and the superintendent, Dr. Yearwood. Are we going to have to be lynched before somebody, whether you take it upon yourself personally, to go ahead and do the right adult humane thing for this community and resign, are we going to have to be lynched before something happens?
2: I, I don't know the context because, again, he has not gotten back to you, but I almost take that to mean that he's received some threats. Uh, that's how I take that. I do not know that. Um, uh, but I know... Um, um, and if that's the case, um, threats are absolutely unacceptable to any public servant. Uh, if you don't like something someone's doing, and of course you've called people out and, and, and respectfully, Brandon, but the, you know there's a way to do it. And of course, it's to vote them out of office. He's not running again anyway. But if they if he is, if he is receiving threats, and I don't know, I kind of take it he is. The other thing I'd point out very quickly is that last night Marina Diaz from our news partner had a piece at 10 o'clock and they had to cut her short because they went to the live coverage at in, in Michigan State. I think she would have done more. Um, Marissa and, and Lucas had to cut her short. But Marina reported that Catherine Sasser told the audience last night, a school board member here in Columbia, that actively caring for herself requires her to disengage and physically remove herself. But I took it that she's it's the comments that I heard from her on, on video. It almost sounded like she had received verbal abuse. I, again, I'm not 100% sure. And I can't tell if she's resigned from the board. But We know she left the meeting. So very unusual meeting last night.
1: And she was talking about the uh, what people call anti-LGBTQ legislation. There is no such thing on this planet, or at least in Jefferson City, there is absolutely positively no such thing as anti-LGBTQ or transgender bills doesn't exist. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathart. What's hot with Hannah?
4: I normally like to say it's the most wonderful time of the year around October when the pumpkin spice lattes start rolling out. But this is the second most wonderful time of the year, and that's Girl Scout cookies season. (laughs) Got us. Have you been hit up yet by any little Girl Scouts wanting you to order cookies? No. (laughs) We got hit up by the neighbor girl a couple weeks ago, Yeah, and this, we were kind of surprised that boxes are like $5 now. Oh, God. I remember when they used to be like 2 bucks. There's like 12 yep. cookies in a
3: box, right?
4: But like- they're so good, and the girl you got a little Girl Scout in front of you. You can't say no. Is there a new flavor this year? There is a new flavor this year. It's supposed to be the sister to the Thin Mint, um, and it is the Raspberry Rally. So Ew. it's like the thin, crunchy cookie um, coated in chocolate just like a thin mint but it's more of a raspberry theme and it's bright pink on the inside.
1: I could get down with. I like the raspberry flavor.
4: I think it's different. It's definitely a lot different than the cookies that they have out, but I've asked the Wake Up Family on the Facebook page, what's the top Girl Scout cookie flavor? And we hash this out every year. Every year. So it's too early to it's too early to tell what the Wake Up Family's number 1 Girl Scout cookie is going to be. But I'm going to guess it's going to be Thin Mint or Samoas.
1: Uh, And Samoas, is that the one that's got the caramel chocolate in and coconut?
3: There is no question that one is number one by a long mile. And you all know how I feel about cookies, but I will eat that cookie. So
4: Aldi's, if you're a Girl Scout, plug your ears. The grocery (laughs) store chain Aldi has a couple like knockoff Girl Scout cookies that are available all year round. Um but of course the Girl Scout cookie is the real deal the OG.
1: Uh and so ladies in, course, in case you have forgotten I want to remind you to get your husband get your boyfriend whatever it is Valentine's Day make sure don't forget make <laughs> sure you do something really nice for them. What? Really? Yeah. I'm just mm-hmm. trying to be a friendly. That's what local radio is about.
2: has got some generic Girl Scout cookies. This is Wake Up Mid Missouri with Brandon Rathert.
4: But David Green, founder of Hobby Lobby, the craft store with a history of funding right wing religious causes, is a donor.
1: Uh, Joy Reid. MSNBC talking about one of the commercials we saw on the Super Bowl the other day. He gets us uh, and ties their commercials for Jesus and she goes in to criticize the whole thing and she incorrectly so she thinks she's doing some big expose well you know who funds? He gets us it's these people and it's connected to the guy who owns Hobby Lobby who's been unapologetic about his religious beliefs. And and. So when I saw those and I've seen them before. They've been seeing them even before the Super Bowl came on. Listen, I don't subscribe to an organized religion. It's not for me. I have found my spirituality and salvation in other ways. I I just and it's I'm not dissing it either. Please don't misunderstand what I'm saying. It's not for me. Organized religion is not for me. I have found my own way through different means and that's my personal decision just like your decision. It's your personal decision. But I see those commercials and the messages They're just beautifully human, especially when they talk about the innocence of a child. There was a book. I haven't read it. Maybe somebody's familiar with it. But it's like everything I learned, I learned in the second grade or something. But basically, and I I use this example all the time, uh, the the faith of a child. Because when you're a kid, you will believe anything your parents especially tell you. And it's all not true. But you believe it because you're a child and you don't know any better. And it's it's a lovely thing. I'm not knocking it's a beautiful thing. And I liken it to this. When I I didn't learn how to ski until I was an adult. And I was terrified of it. And somebody said, Here's why. Because you're an adult, you have learned fear. You have learned ego. You're afraid to be embarrassed and fall down and crash in front of all these kids that are on the hill. And I could look over and see these four and five-year-old kids. No fear, man, just tearing it up while they're learning to ski. You know why? Because they didn't have fear. They didn't have that fear of ego, especially. Our ego gets us, and these kids, they don't care. They're kids living life. They're skiing. But we as adults, we learn fear, and it shapes how we act. And that was one of my biggest takeaways from those commercials is, you know, be good and all that stuff. And I know I'm sappy about it sometimes, but I would like to think, especially as we talk about how nasty things are politically on a national level and all this. Like, what a beautiful thing. And Joy Reid from MSNBC, who then goes and just craps all over it, she is exactly who those commercials are intended for. She is who they are intended for. Instead of coming out and saying, you know what? What a beautiful thing. Well, you know, it's funded by these people. And oh my, that's my big takeaway from that happy valentine's day by the way thank you <laughs> you're yeah, welcome john <laughs> uh so it is welcome to the show wake up mid-missouri there's stephanie bell good morning uh that's producer hannah
4: good morning and
1: john marsh thanks for wishing me a happy valentine's day bud oh, yeah you're sure oh my name is brandon rather and ladies we want to remind you please don't forget it, it is valentine's day make sure you do something really nice for your husband or boyfriend today, just a friendly. Because oftentimes, I guess women have a ten, y'all have a tendency to forget that it's Valentine's Day. I guess there's not enough reminders on the TV, not enough reminders from Hallmark to say, hey, you need to go and spend money for this this, uh, this holiday. And now there's different iterations. There's like Singles Awareness Day. Not and-
3: now. There's Galentine's Day. Those have been around forever. I mean, it's kind of... <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, like, everyone gets all hyped up, and there's a lot of single people, so, like, it's, like, exclusionary, so you should be able to celebrate no matter what, like, right?
1: Yeah, and you should be doing that every day if you're in a relationship, shouldn't you? You should always celebrate your partner. You should always do that. Uh The sure. best one I liked was Pal in Times Day.
3: Oh, that's Your nice. little pals.
1: One of the... Uh, does anybody... Oh, so I've tried to pull up some uh, Valentine's Day audio. Looking back through our archives, and one of the best things I found for Valentine's Day... It's the right
0: time. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs>
1: She's a brand new voice. And it's the summer. for all to see. Right. Show me Missouri, show me. Charity Bush Valentine and the campaign song that she said was going to be the hit of the
3: summer. Speaking of that race uh, and a race that's to come, her opponent, Lucas Coons, announced on Twitter this week that he got married. Uh, He was a single guy. Yeah. And uh, it's on the Twitter. Um, Got married. is expecting a a new baby. Wait,
4: wait, wait. Stephanie, did you just say the Twitter? Maybe. (laughs) Is Brandon rubbing off on you?
3: Officially married. Uh, I don't know what else to say about it i think they got married <laughs> we, at a courthouse we sound super excited for lucas <laughs> there's a picture well he was kind of known for being like the single guy he'd post like you know shirt he's military so he posts like his muscles on lo- on his instagram like thirst what? trap type stuff he
1: would mark mccloskey it
3: yeah a little bit
1: remember mark mccloskey when he's running for or yeah, was after he ran for senate put a bold picture on social media
3: yeah i think one of the headlines is he's off the market or something.
1: By the way, Mark McCloskey is joining us on the show tomorrow talking about being able to um, protect yourself via the uh, Second Amendment. Wake up mid-Missouri. Alright, so I've intro- introduced everybody on the show uh, and I try to thank for Valentine's Day stuff. One of the most uh, thoughtful things that I ever did, like I peaked when I was 19 years old. Hi, sweetheart. How you doing? This is Brandon. I'm at <laughs> school and I'm bored, so I figured I'd record a couple of songs. Grace. Just the you know that I'm thinking about you. Oh my Ugh.
3: God! Wow. Did you never heard that? That is creepy.
1: It's I was in I was in school, and instead of doing my radio show, I was off in another studio <laughs> doing this for school. <laughs> ooh, ooh, how about oh?
3: I do miss, like, the, like, I mean, that's a weird way to do it, but like, um...
1: No, you make a mixtape for yeah, somebody. Yeah, I was gonna
3: say, like, yeah. when you used to burn a CD and, like, write on it and, like, give it to somebody, like, hey, here's all my favorite songs, or here are, like, songs that we enjoy together, which I guess, you know, you can, you know, share music now, but, like, that, there's something about those those old CDs that have, like, you know handwriting on them in your favorite mixes.
1: Unfortunately, with being in Radio John, you know this, not only could we make a well, and that was actually on cassette because it was that long ago. Uh wow. Not only not only could you write, "Hey Shannon, here's your Valentine's Day mix," uh 1991, you could talk on it because, you know, you were working on a radio station.
3: Did you ever dedicate stuff like songs to people live on air to your sweetie?
1: Listen, I don't want to get too personal here, <laughs> but he is buying her a stairway to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> no, here's what I would do sometimes. <clears throat> I, somebody announced they're running for president. I do. She's put a ring on it. We'll get to that here in a second. Um, but I, I would tell them. They say, "Well, can can you mention them? Like, I'll give you an on-air wink, okay?" And they, "Oh, okay." On the radio, boom, you get me. He gets us. <laughs> John gets us. We've been there.
4: So my freshman year of college when I was living in the dorms, it was my first boyfriend, and he had asked my stepmom what my favorite flowers were, right? And she told him I really liked hydrangeas. So what does he get me? And it was, the thought was there, right? The thought was there. Um, He shows up in my dorm room with a potted hydrangea, like, hydrangea plant. <laughs> Which was really sweet, but also I'm living in a dorm, and where the hell am I going to plant these hydrangeas? <laughs> 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 I was like, it's one of those. Thanks, but
1: it's a thought, though. Yeah,
4: it it was sweet. It was sweet in the moment, but I, as soon as he left, was asking my roommate, "What do I do with this?"
1: And see, here's why that is so cool, because now here it is, 2023. You still you have that memory because somebody did something for you. Have a memory. But when you go, hey, remember that Valentine's Day when when we went to dinner? Uh, Which one? (laughs) Was that the year I got the hydrangea? (laughs) Uh, All right, so uh, this is a surprise to nobody. Nikki Haley making it official. It's time for a new generation of leadership to rediscover fiscal
3: responsibility, secure our border, and strengthen our country, our pride. And
1: our purpose. She's announcing today she's running for president.
3: Yeah, and I think the big news there is that the experts were saying no one wanted to be the first one to come out officially against Trump. And once that one person did officially, then it would just be dominoes and everyone would be like, yep, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. Um, And so I suspect here shortly we will see some other folks officially announce that they're... Headed that way,
1: and there's a lot of names out there. Of course, there's Desantis, Christopher Arps, who joins us every Tuesday six thirty-five. He was talking about uh, he was talking about the name uh, Tim Scott. Meanwhile, presidential approval ratings—you know where those are. But here's the thing: I always look at right direction, wrong direction. When you have, uh, as a nation, polls for what they're worth. When you have an overwhelming majority of people in America that say the nation is headed in the wrong direction, that's not necessarily distaste for the political party that's in power, it's... It's like an emotional check in, like, yeah, collectively as a nation, um, we don't feel good.
3: And I found this really interesting. You know, they say we're lacking enthusiasm toward 2024, but at least Republicans are kind of coalescing around a couple of people. And so when asked, you know, they said 20 percent are are saying, you know, I yeah, Trump should lead the party. Twenty two in this poll said, you know, it should be DeSantis. So at least, you know, that's s- substantial, I would say. Democrats are at they're just at a loss. So other than Biden, they were asked, you know, who should lead the party? And what came up was 15 different people with percentages between one and 5%, and 37% of them said they didn't know. But again, you know, there's no one person that Democrats, other than Biden right now, can even get more than 5% ever, they, they have no- Not even Kamala. Oh, for sure, not her.
1: By the way, somebody was singing her praises on, uh, on the TV the other day. Uh, oh, this is Donna, uh, Brazil, uh, MSNBC. She has been... Talking about Kamala.
0: She has been,
4: at every step, helpful to this president and getting his agenda through the United States Congress. And so while her poll numbers may not reflect her true popularity...
1: It's the poll numbers. And, you know, to an extent, yeah, and we just said two minutes ago, poll numbers for what they're worth. But when they are that consistent for, uh, what, two years now, and in the New York Times writes a piece on you saying, uh, Kamala, uh, you suck, man. You are not effective at all, and you are definitely not the future of the party. Then maybe there is something to that. Coming up just a few minutes from now, let me get some updates, some very important stuff that's
2: happening locally. There's This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathart.
4: I appreciate it. Sorry I made you have a little bit of a rough night, but uh, we had a great time. It was a great game, and uh, we're at Disneyland now.
1: Who's Patrick Mahomes, apologize to? CNN's Jake Tapper. How come? Uh, Because Jake Tapper uh, unabashed uh, uh, Philadelphia Eagles fan, Patrick Mahomes. Steph and I are sitting here. We're just watching him on ABC's Good Morning America. He's at Disney right now. And he's wearing a really cool shirt. Could Uh, be cooler. It could be cooler. And all of a sudden I forget what it says.
3: It says Showtime.
1: Showtime. And it would be really cool if it said Show me time. Show me time. Give some plugs for the state of Missouri. Help a brother out, man. By the way, details for the parade coming up tomorrow. Starts at noon. Grand and 6th ends at this Obviously, is in Kansas City starts at Grand Boulevard and 6th Street in Kansas City. It comes to an end at Union Station. I would uh, recommend getting as close to Grand and 6th as, uh, as early as you can. Because uh, the thing about that is then... When you leave, it'll be easier.
3: (laughs) I remember seeing the Royals parade and the pictures of everyone crammed in. And the thing that I always wonder is, where do these people go to the bathroom? You don't want to know. That's what I, I mean, as someone who's planned a lot of downtown events and a lot of the conversation has been about porta potties and how expensive they are and where you put them and how many you need for these kinds of things. That's my only
1: question. Uh, another one of the reasons uh, I really enjoy, uh, I enjoy being a dude. There's <laughs> situations like that. It's not such a big stressor.
4: Well, you know, they make things called, what are they,
3: sheewees? Oh gosh, not that again.
1: What? Uh, something we covered during hunting season.
3: You'd still get like a, a ticket. Like you can't do that right in the middle of downtown. If you're standing in this huge crowd. But I I'm... feel like people just wear adult diapers. I really do. I Because where are you going to go? And if you have little... And you're, and,
1: and you're she-wee. And
3: you guys don't have little kids. <laughs> no. That's what I think all these people, all these people with little kids...
1: How do you do that? Do you stop while you're walking down Grand? Hold up, honey. And then you just stop there for...
3: This is my main concern, and you know they're hydrating with water or otherwise, and so you know they gotta go.
4: Oh yeah, Travis Kelsey at the last uh, parade yeah. in Kansas City yeah. was very well hydrated. Exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome into the uh, show. This is Wake <laughs> Up Mid Missouri eight ten coming up eight ten so like fifteen minutes from now. Congressman Rep. Southeast Missouri Congressman Jason Smith, in effect Missouri's third senator, uh, sits on the Ways and Means Committee. He's going to be here. The amount of fraud. Uh, that's coming from the, uh, from the COVID money. It is stunning. He's got details on that. Meanwhile, as counties get, uh, ARPA funding, uh, we look all around mid Missouri now, folks trying to figure out what it's uh, going to do. And so we want to let you know, cause I'll probably be one of those, you know, I'll, uh, whatever they decide to do with it, I'm going to complain, especially if they decide to throw it all at homelessness. But how many of those meetings am I going to go to and say, here's what I think you should do with it?
3: Yeah, I mean, so they've got tons of meetings coming up all over MIDMO um, for you to give your public input. I know we had that survey. I think a lot of our listeners filled out the survey. I, I don't think the way the results turned out That's right. seemed like it had any of our listener input <laughs> into it. Wait. But I know we did. I mean, we promoted, and I think a lot of us did fill it out. Uh, I want to fact check something I just
1: said. I can complain about ARPA funding because that's right. I did do the survey because I remember because it, listen, so when you did this, at least for Boone County, I don't know how it worked like in Callaway County and Cole County, but in Boone, the way they, they, they worded the survey, they funneled you. I swear, they funneled, they, they, in effect, forced you through a series of questions forced you to answer, answer a certain way here's where i think the money should go um especially in boone county what politicians did to businesses that wasn't that wasn't a, a a covid pandemic it was a government pandemic the government took away choice they shut down businesses and all that they should just flat out give that money to all of those businesses that 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 leaders community servants, all those businesses that they've ruined, that's where the money I think should go.
3: Well, there's another survey online, but if you want to go in person to the information or listening sessions, they've got one coming up on the 17th at Southern Boone Central Office, the 21st in Harrisburg, and the 22nd and the 28th in Columbia Mo. So, if you want to go in person, now's your chance to be heard.
1: And that way, even if you just go, and then if you're at work one day and you're complaining about it, people, if anybody says, well, did you go and voice your opinion? You can say yeah, sure did. I have I have a right to